Yeah, I literally pulled up my Facebook and it says 11 years ago on this day. And my, my status just says, doesn't want to say goodbye, period. And then the heart that's like the arrow and the three. episode of I Didn't Cry Today. Um, I'm with Monica Vanita. And I'm with Paige Bernhope. And this is episode seven, right? Yeah. Nice. All right. Why did seven eat nine? Wait, that's on the right. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) did you cry cry this week? Um, yeah, it's like, yes, but it was from... I got my second COVID shot and I got really, really sick. Ugh. And like I had the worst body aches I've like ever had in my entire life. Like I thought, I like, guess some people like didn't get sick at all. Some people just had like a headache. I had like the full on yeah. flu for 24 hours. Wow. I was first. so sick. I was I was like crying to my mom about it, and she's like, "I'll make you some tea and here's some Tylenol." But like I was so sick, I was unwell. Um, so I was cried. it just for like that day or yeah, like probably days? like 30 hours of just pure hell and then I was fine oh, oh so. good I'm glad that you recovered yeah well, that's why I cried um why did you cry this week I actually noted down the times that I cried um firstly I did cry because I stalked my own Instagram page and saw all my pics with my friends from college and I got sad because I miss everybody so that was that. And then I cried because of a TikTok because there's like this video. I'll put it on the Insta stories or something. But there's like this video of an orchestra conductor like getting ready to conduct their song for this concert. And the orchestra played him happy birthday instead because it was his birthday and he was so happy. So I cried. <laughs> it was very wholesome. Yeah. Um, TikTok always makes me cry, too. Yeah, I like all the wholesome things I see on there. So I was a little emotional, but we're okay now. Um, Last time we recorded was, like, the day before I left for Miami. Oh, and yeah. I've been home from Miami for, like, almost two weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I went to Miami. Um, it's my first time in Miami, not, but not my first time in Florida. Um, it was fun. It was me, Sam, Lexi, and Stacy. Um, we just, like... Hung out on the beach, ate a lot of food. We did a Segway tour. We ran on the city oh, nice. on Segways. Um, kind of dorky, but 110% recommend. It was so fun. You got um, a sunburn. I went very, very sunburned, and I have not stopped peeling for two weeks. I've moisturized and, like, put, like, sugar scrub on my skin over and over and over again, and my skin does not stop falling off. I can't believe that you didn't bring sunscreen. That's very unlike you. I know. I packed a carry-on. That is why. Oh. And I didn't bring sunscreen, so it was bad. But Miami was fun. It, Miami's not my vibe. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. not a flubber. That's, like, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, like, I'm a little bit more, like, chilled. I'm a chill chill drinker or, like, a day drinker rather than, like, a, like a clubber all-night drinker, you know? Yeah, I, like, went to, like, a couple clubs, like, right when I turned 21, because I'm from Vegas, and then, like, I've never returned, so I feel fine with that. And also, clubs, like, aren't fun if you don't have a table. 
Oh yeah. I think. Like for sure. I just get tired of standing or like tired of dancing. I don't know. Yeah. Not my you just thing. want to sit down so oh, bad. Like, can I just sit down please? And also like I'm much more like wear a cute top and jeans rather than yeah. like a dress and heels out. Like same. I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> Same. I wish I could because I see girls and I'm like, oh my gosh, you look so good. And like, they look like they have so much fun, but I could never. I like want to be home and in bed by like 1 a.m. at the yeah, latest. Yeah. So it's just like not my scene. Uh, if that's you, good for you. You have a lot more pizzazz than I do. <laughs> but yeah, I went to Miami. Um, and then the next weekend, like three days later, I saw you and Sam, because you guys were in Park City, so I drove up to Park City and saw you guys and had brunch with you, and that was, like, the highlight of my weekend, um, and all together, I've just been so busy at work. Yeah. So I'm, I'm an event planner, if you guys don't really, if you didn't listen to the first episode and don't know what I do, um, but we have, and I do tech trade shows, and I have an event coming up on june 8th and i've just been like getting ready for it i've been going in early staying late like i haven't gone to the gym all week i just i'm so overwhelmed at work. <laughs> it's actually but yeah it's getting better it's, we're almost there i just have to do like, you are souls all next week and then the live show and then i'm done but it's been oh, god it was a hard week for me. <laughs> it's like ugh. like that's what we're doing at work right now too we're like getting ready for our like quarterly parents weekend and it's just been like a lot of moving parts and getting things ready for that but yeah like he said me and Sam were in Park City last weekend we were up there for a college friend's wedding it was beautiful by the way Tati if you're listening to this Brandon congratulations Um, we're so happy for you but yeah it was just beautiful Um, and it was nice to get out of um like working and all that stuff and just go do something fun and me Sam and Paige went to brunch and I ordered french toast and it came with lemon curd and I can't stop thinking about lemon curd like I just wish I was back in Park City eating french toast with lemon curd I just had to share (laughs) I don't know I'd rather just be drinking mimosas all day with my friends anyway (laughs) but oh a boy asked me on a date oh yeah um (laughs) I don't know if I'm going yet. So. I've been trying to pressure Paige to go to the States so bad. Like, we texted about it for a while, and I'm like, you just need to go. So, I think you should. I know I should, but I'm, like, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> so. You can panic. Call me from the bathroom. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, also, this week, my boss called me out for laughing silently. Like, having a silent <laughs> laugh. <laughs> We've talked about this because when I edit the podcast, I have to cut like so many minutes out of it because we laugh. We're just like silent laughers overall. So I've been trying to laugh more vocally, but it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I <laughs> the same way. Like I really cry. <laughs> like that feels so not right. Yeah, I know. And like when I laugh really hard, it's silent. Like yeah. every single time. Like if I'm not laughing super, super hard, then it's like audible, but I'm working on it just for the sake of the podcast, so you're welcome, everyone. Me too. Um, so if you ever hear a very inconsistent laugh from me, it's because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what my real laugh sounds like that's not silent. <laughs> so. Other stuff. Uh, 
Okay, I've only been listening to Olivia Rodrigo's new album, Sour. That's it. I haven't listened to anything else. Every single song is a bop. Oh, agreed. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm in a great, stable relationship right now, but it's really boring me back to, like, every single, like, awful moment in all my past relationships. I'm, like, sobbing. No boy has ever broken my heart, but I relate (laughs) to everything. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he is a traitor. You're right. (laughs) And Chase loves the album as well. So Ooh, his favorite what song is the album. It's a, the best. I know. It's so good. We got asked at like a work training what our guilty pleasures were. And I was like, firstly, mine is listening to murder mystery podcasts, even though I'm really anxious and then get nightmares. And then secondly is scream singing Olivia Rodrigo's album, but being in a healthy relationship. So it doesn't make sense. I was in a work meeting and um we were supposed to talk about the highlight of our like week um and it was the same day that taylor swift's album last album dropped and so i told everyone i was like oh the highlight of my week is that taylor swift's album dropped i'm having a great time listening to it and then they all laughed at me and they're like Paige, it's really the little things in life that keep us going right and i'm like you people are no that was huge news like that wasn't just like a little thing she dropped a whole new album yeah no it wasn't it was the it fearless like the re-release of fe- it was the re-release of fearless yeah. and i was like i'm living for this yeah. and you have the audacity to say oh Paige, like no this is like a one good thing going for me right now like just let me have it please i was like excuse me you guys are no fun so true um Do you, you have also- anything else um you had this bullet here and you said, what are you loving? And you said like Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. And so um, I put my <laughs> water pick. <laughs> That's what a fact about Paige that all of a sudden she has like the best dental hygiene out of all of us, I think. Um, yeah, I have a water pick. It's the best. I'm glad that <laughs> you're enjoying it. <laughs> if you don't want to have one, especially if you have like a permanent retainer. Um, I definitely recommend it. it. We've got to drop an Amazon link <laughs> for the water pick. <laughs> like, you will be surprised the shit that comes out of your teeth at the end of the day. It's gross. It is gross. And, like, you just, so, like, you water pick, and then you floss, and then you brush. Like, mm-hmm. your mouth is so clean. Yeah. And my dad also recommends a water pick, and he's a dentist, so I trust everything that he says. So just for all you people out there that are doubting um, Paige, uh, it's true. Yeah. Says um, my dad, Bob. <laughs> I also have a travel water pick that I take with me places. Oh, too. Since when? Um, since my mom bought one and I borrow it. That's so nice. God I'm with her in Mexico right now. My parents Your mom's are, in Mexico? My parents went to Mexico. Oh, I love that for them. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I think that's like kind of all the updates we have, right? Yeah. I think so. Okay. So, um, in this episode, we're kind of talking about, I mean, like a myriad of stuff. Um, but mostly about how, how, how to not feel like you're falling behind in life. Um, seeing people get married, engaged, have babies, buy homes, get promoted at work. And you feel like you're, you're stuck in this in this place or you're not having those things or being like, why isn't my boyfriend proposing to me? Oh my God. Or like, yeah. 
why are these people getting promoted and I'm not? And we graduated college at the same time and X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's kind of what this episode's about. I don't know. We don't really have a title yet, so we're working on it. Yeah, so we're going to kind of split it into, like, personal life, like, relationships and family and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, more career life, like, promotions, jobs, all that kind of jazz. I grew up in Utah, which means that if you are not married by 21, you are an old hag. In the Mormon religion, it is very, very normal to get married super young. Like a lot of girls from my high school, their missionaries were two years older than them. So the time that they got off their mission, which is, if you don't know what that is, just Google it. Um, they would be 18 years old and graduate high school and they would get married at 18, 19 years old. Like it is completely normal. It's like, I, I obviously like I grew up in the church. And so like, I have a lot of friends that are, married they got married young and they're still married I also have a few friends that have like gotten divorced since then and they've only been married a few years like I'm not gonna speak on like the church too much because like I haven't been active in a really long time and like you know like I just I'm basing it off of like my previous experiences but I mean I agree like a lot of the people that I went to high school with are like married already and we're 23. And so I think sometimes, even in like my past relationships, that's kind of like already what I was jumping to, even if it hadn't been a long time, just because I was seeing all these people around me, around my same age that were like in really serious, almost engaged or already engaged relationships. Yeah. And I mean, you see that with a lot of our friends that like were from out of state, like, and then in relationships with people out from other states too. Like, once you like are into this like Utah community and you see every person your age getting engaged, do you want to like put it in hyperdrive and you're like, I need to be engaged too. Why is this not serious? Like a lot of our friends were in total, total, like I want to get married mode when they were living in Utah. And when they moved out, they were like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. It's, like, it's a very different I had a bit like when I was like 18, 19, 20 years old, I was like, oh my God, why am I not getting married? Why am I like, I'm not even really dating anybody seriously. I'm still, I'm still not like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but I, it's kind of like this weird, like silo to see. And then they start having babies and then they start buying homes. And you're like, you are 22 years old and you have, a $600,000 home and a community. And like, I can barely make a grilled cheese sandwich. Like, (laughs) and you have a mortgage and a baby and you've been doing this since like you were 18 years old. Do you know what I was doing when I was 18 years old? (laughs) Probably blacking out somewhere. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, and like I don't know. I mean I, I do think it's like really community based because like geographically if we were somewhere else there's like less pressure of that. Does it have to do with religion? Like yeah, in some senses for sure. And then like 
I don't know, because, like, I'm from Vegas, and I do have some friends that, like, found their high school sweetheart and, like, got married, but I also have friends that are, like, still single. I have this, like, one of my best friends from home, like, from childhood, has been dating her boyfriend for, like, nine years, and they're, like, not engaged. They're not in a rush to be engaged, and so it's just so hard because I feel like whenever I'm on social media, I'm seeing something, right? I'm seeing somebody have, like, a personal life accomplishment that I think that I should have, like, they, like you said, like they have, they just bought a house, they bought a new car, they are pregnant right now, or they're, they just got proposed to or any of that story. None of that stuff is like happening to me. And so after seeing all those people, I'm thinking like, am I behind? Like, do I need to be talking to my boyfriend about this stuff? Like, what, what do I need to do? And I, I've always done this. I've like kind of compared what I'm doing to like all the things that people around me are doing. Like, after we graduated and I stayed in our college town and like some of our friends started moving to different states, all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, like I hate it here. I need to move. I'm not happy here. Like you heard me like break down a few times because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. But like when I slow things down, it's like less about where I am for me, but like I have my boyfriend and like I'm really happy with that and I'm happy with my job and all those things. But because I was seeing people close to me, making moves I felt behind because I felt like I should also be making moves even if I didn't need to for like my personal goals yeah so I had this realization like kind of when I was like writing through like how I felt about stuff and like you're saying you're seeing on social media like all of these people posting their basically Instagram posting things but Instagram is really just the highlight reel of your life yeah like they're posting that they're engaged or they bought a house or they're having a baby, but they, you don't see that like they're crippling in debt right now and can't afford their mortgage. Or you can't see that like they couldn't get pregnant or they were having a really hard time with infertility or that they're actually having huge marital problems. Like you don't see those things. You're just like, oh my gosh, they just have the cutest house and their cute baby and their cute dog. But in reality, they have no money their baby won't stop crying, their dog's peeing on the floor everywhere, and their marriage is in shambles. Like, you know, yeah. it's just about keeping up with the Joneses from the outside perspective is I think the best way that I can put it. It's like, if the neighbor buys a new car, you have to buy a new car too. So you look like you're, you can afford things and that you're great, but that's just Instagram. Like we don't see what people's lives are outside of that. Like, right the girls that I went to high school with that are now married, like, I don't, I don't know what their marriage is like on a day-to-day basis. Like, I don't know what their career path is. Like, I don't, I don't know those things because it maybe look, looks like they have so many friends and they're so great, but in reality, it may not be like that. And that was a huge, huge realization for me. Like very, a lot younger than I think it was for other people because everybody from my high school was making moves like that so young and I'm like I live in a college apartment with six people and a broken (laughs) coffee table like and you're telling me that you have a home in a like gated community with your golden doodle okay (laughs) but I just had those realizations like very, very young that uh, everything that I see on social media from these people, it's not necessarily fake, but it's just the highlight of their life and the way that they see my Instagram, like, oh my God, Paige is having so much fun doing this, that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
yeah, you see that I went to Miami last weekend because I posted it on Instagram, but you don't know that I'm actually dying inside because of my job this week. So right, yeah, <laughs> you don't see that I like had a breakdown and laid on, laid down on my office floor because I was so overwhelmed with work. It's like all perspective. And I think that's like the first thing that you need to look at when you're feeling behind your, you need to see like, okay, what are things that I've seen recently that make me feel like I'm behind? Because for me, like when I had my breakdown, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I want to live here. I don't know if I'm in the right career field. It's because I was like thinking about firstly, the expectations I feel like other people have of me. If it's like my friends or my, the people that have mentored me, my family, I'm so worried about like, do, do I think that they think I'm successful? And I like, that's like something that really makes me anxious. And I mean, I think a lot of that is firstly just the intense desire for me personally to like please people, but also like we've kind of talked about this before. My parents are immigrants and they worked really hard to like get me here. So I feel like if I'm not living up to their expectations, I'm disappointing them. And so that's something I had to like work through myself is if I feel like I'm doing okay, like that's great. And if I'm not feeling like I'm doing okay, that's all right as well. But I shouldn't be so focused about like all these people and what they think, because what they think doesn't matter ultimately if I'm not happy myself. So there's that. And then like the social media kind of aspect of it and seeing peers of my age or even like a little bit older, a little bit younger than me, so successful in my own eyes. Right. And then comparing that to myself and there, you can't like measure success because successes are like, they're not linear. Like a big success for me could be like, I got a promotion or like one day it's like, I got out of bed today. Yeah. I agree. And it's just, and from other people's perspective, I think a lot, like when I go, when I go, when I see my family or when I see people in a really long time that I haven't seen, it's never like, oh, like, how are these things going for you? It's always like, are you in a relationship? And I'm like, no. Like, why is that the only thing that matters in people's eyes? And I, maybe some people, this is just maybe me, but like, it's never, like besides like close friends and family it's never like how's your job like how's the podcast like I heard you're saving up to buy a house how's that going it's always what is your relationship status my life I think I'm living up to par like I think I'm doing great and I'm successful but when other people just ask me about relationship status I feel like that's the only thing that matters to people like that's the only thing people care about not like how successful I am and like the other parts of my life it's like if I'm not in a serious relationship and if I'm not dating somebody or have goals to like get married right now like nothing else is important to them and that's something that I'm still trying to get over it's I don't know it's just it's very annoying and I'm like I have to do great things I have a very I'm very successful in my career but because I'm not a boy because I don't have a boyfriend nothing else is valid to them right it feels like everything else seems insignificant to like people that are around you and that sucks because like you want people to see your measurable successes like you and your career and like the creative things that you're doing and things outside of that but they're so focused on this one aspect that everything else is like innate like it doesn't matter yeah I'm like (laughs) 
it's like a hard thing to talk about. Like I'm like kind of like emotional thinking about it because it's so complex and hard because I'm, I know that a lot of people out there are so constantly thinking like, what are other people thinking about me? And that's how they find themselves worthy is like, if I'm getting praise or validation for things I'm doing well, that means I am worthy and a good person. But if I'm not, then I'm not. Yeah. It's like, it's like the same way that you feel about like, if you don't get as many likes on Instagram as you did the week before, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh my God, like what happened? Why do I not look okay in this photo? Or how come this person's getting more comments on their engagement photo than I got on my engagement photo? Like, it's just, people aren't think one, the algorithm is effing you over. I'm going to say that right now. (laughs) Algorithms suck, but, um, it's, no one is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about other people thinking about you. Like, oh, yeah, I guarantee sure. you, no one, like, if you think that you look insecure and, like, you look bad in the shirt, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, my arm looks so fat in that shirt. Nobody is going to think that. They're just going to walk past you and be like, oh, that's a cute shirt. Not like, oh, my God, did you see that girl's arm in that shirt? Her left arm is way fatter than her right arm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You only notice those things or you only constantly think about those things about yourself when in reality, nobody else is even giving you the time of day. Yeah. And it's easier said than done. Like it's like, it's easy for me to tell someone like, you look great and literally whose opinion matters, blah, blah, blah. And then I like stand in front of my mirror before I go somewhere and I'm like, oh, like my friends are going to be dressed much cuter than me. Or like, I look like I just woke up. I- I look sick or like all these things because I'm trying to chase something that's unattainable and that nobody's even expecting from me in the first place. It's just me. I think this just like goes back to like the media is fake. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Because we like see these images of these perfect girls on Instagram and Twitter and like these living their perfect lives. But in reality, like everything's edited and curated to make you think that this person's life is perfect. Just like how you're trying to curate your own life on social media for other people to think that you're doing great. You know, like it's all fake. And it's really just this toxic circle that we're all stuck in that we're all like, we know it's fake, but we're going to continue to curate our life on social media. So other people think that we're fantastic. Right. And like, it's not, it's only like recently like that I just started just posting whatever I wanted on my Instagram without thinking like, Oh, how many likes is this going to get? Like I posted like a video of me singing that I haven't done probably since like my freshman year of high school, because I'm like, Oh, nobody's like going to like that stuff or nobody cares about like my other creative hobbies. And it took me a long time to like get to a point where I felt like I could post things on my Instagram that I was just like happy about or excited about, or even like upset about like when I posted about, um, all the stuff in like the Asian American community and things like that. I stopped caring what people commented or liked because in reality, when I think about myself scrolling through my Instagram, I scroll past a bunch of stuff and that doesn't mean like I don't care about the person posting it or I think that it's lame. I'm just like, oh, that's great. And then I just continue on with my life. Like that's it. Like it's just like I didn't happen to double tap in that one moment, but I still care about you. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Or, I don't know. I was talking to Sam while we were in Miami and she like, is like, I don't do Instagram anymore. She's like, yeah, I get on it and like, like my friend's stuff and like see what people are up to. But she's like, I don't post anymore. She's like, I think it's, I think it's dumb. Like, I don't care really what other people are doing. And she's like, and people don't really care what I'm doing. And so like, I, and I think she like 
genuinely is just like happier that way. Yeah. And like some people are like, I'm going to go with that. Like my boyfriend Chase is like not on social media. That's not his thing. He like feels like it wastes his time and he like ends up drowning in like a bunch of this random news and stuff that's sad and things like that. And he'd like rather place his time other places, but there's also people that find a lot of joy on Instagram because that's like their creative outlet. They like to see what their friends and family are doing. That's where they they run their business through too. Right. There's just like a balance of that, I think. And like some people are, can withstand more than others and that's fine. But if you don't know what your balance is, I really urge you to figure it out because that's like what I've started doing personally. And I'm like, okay, that's great. And people text me like, Hey, did you see this on Instagram? I'm like, no, what happened? And like, we talk about it that way, but. Or like, I don't feel bad about unfollowing people. Like if I follow somebody and I don't like what they post or if they, or like, I don't know, I don't follow like a lot of influencers or Instagram models or like people like that, because it makes me like, it makes you feel not, bad. It, it makes feel bad or like not as productive or I'm not doing enough with my day. And I just like, I don't like that. And I don't like the way it makes me feel. So I just unfollow them. And I unfollow like even people that I know that aren't influencers because I just like, I'm not interested in what they're posting anymore. And like, don't be afraid to unfollow people. Like, honestly, like who cares? Like yeah. you follow them on Instagram, but you weren't because you met with them one time at a party. Like, you're not their friend. You don't like owe these people anything. Yeah. And I remember like at one point in college, I was so concerned about like my like ratio and like my, my followers to following ratio and all that stuff. And I was so worried about all that because that's like your first impression when you see somebody's Instagram. And in all reality, I probably only talk to like a few of the followers that I have anyways. And I like still post whatever I want because like, I like just posting things. It's kind of like a fun creative thing for me. And like, I don't worry about it anymore. I like, like I, I like posted me singing. I posted like a painting I did. I took a picture of the sky that I liked. So I posted that like, whatever. I don't know. Like social media is just such a strange concept because if you, strange. Think back, if you think back to like, I don't know, like when we were younger, like social media wasn't even super big yet I mean MySpace started like getting big when I was like Facebook and like yeah you posted whatever you wanted whatever was on your mind any photo funny cute ugly weird it was like a I thought that like maybe so like Facebook in like 2000 and what a nine was like almost like a safe space yeah (laughs) like yeah I literally pulled up my Facebook and it says 11 years ago on this day. And my, my status just says, doesn't want to say goodbye, period. And then the heart that's like the arrow and the three yeah, on like, Facebook. No, and like, nobody that was fun. Yeah. And like, as social media has evolved, so has like everybody's presence on it. And so you want to like, and also, I feel like, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say Instagram, Facebook, all social media is just like one big ad platform too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just trying to get you to buy shit. So, I mean, that's kind of our, what, like, we think about social media. And, like, obviously, Paige and I both use our social media as we, like, try to get oh. people to follow the podcast through social I'm media. not above social media. I am because yeah. of that. I get on Instagram every single day. I don't get on Twitter as much anymore. Mostly because it's just, like, t- especially during the election, it was, like, too political 
and too like negative for me on both sides of the political spectrum so I just like kind of turned it off and it was there was just too much fake news for me on it that I just like couldn't sift through it the way that I can sift through it on Instagram because I don't know the people I follow on Instagram like Twitter like shows you everything Instagram so okay so that's kind of like I mean we talked about social media for a long time and I I mean I do think that that has a big impact on whether or not you feel behind because you're seeing all these other people. So going off that personal life stuff, Instagram, social media stuff that you're seeing, even in my career, I feel like I don't really feel behind in my field because I feel like I'm making a difference um, in like the students' lives where I work and I'm making an impact on like the industry, no matter how small it is. Um, so I don't like feel behind in my career per se I don't think that you feel behind either in fact you feel very successful <laughs> I do actually <laughs> yeah yeah but maybe on like some aspects like maybe one day I'll feel like I need to be more educated and I also feel like in the in the career that I'm in I feel like I'll be very insecure in my career later in life probably in my 40s when some young person right out of college my age comes in and I'm like set your ass down. Shut up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably how some people feel about me. But uh, as of right now, I feel like I'm very secure in my career and that I'm making, I think, the right amount of money that I should be right now. And I'm really building those projects and building my resume and working on things. But then again, I don't post about my career on my social media a lot. So people may think, that I'm like jobless. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think career is maybe different to talk about because your career path like isn't linear either. I think about I, uh, my brother, like my brother, like he went to community college for like a year. College is like not his thing. School is never his thing. Um, and then he just had like some odd jobs here and there and like really took a lot of time to think about like what he wanted to do and like he really didn't get on the path of what he wanted to do and probably until he was like 25 and like he's almost 27 now um but now he's like a firefighter and an EMT and he's like going back to school to get his advance and like he wants to be a paramedic and like do all this stuff at the hospital so versus like I got into my career at 22 years old and I knew exactly what I wanted to do so I think nothing nobody's path is linear in their career and what they want to do and it's okay to change your career later so I just and I don't know I don't think anybody can be behind in their career because things change people change your interests changes your education level can change too like you may no longer be qualified for your job anymore because (laughs) of like technology you know yeah definitely and like When you touched on education, I feel like that's where I feel behind because in my head, the expectations my family and like people around me had was I was going to graduate and finish my undergrad and go straight into a graduate program, get my master's and then potentially go from there and get a doctorate. Like that was like the path that I was supposed to, right? Take Mm -hmm. that I thought people wanted to see. I didn't end up doing that, obviously. And I went straight into the job that I have now that I really love. 
And so I feel like that's kind of where I feel behind because I see some of my peers have already graduated with their masters and things like that. So I'm like, oh my gosh, should I have done that? Um, but at the end of the day, I look at my job right now and I really love it. And like everybody that goes into social work kind of knows like you don't go into social work because you want a big paycheck. Like that's not why any of us chose this field. Um, if you chose social work because of the paycheck, I'm very sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> because it's like, that's not like the main focus. It's like a really, like, I don't know. It's like a very rewarding job. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, I feel like I'm having an impact on the people that I work, not only work with, but work, um, like, like work with as a coworker, but work with like as a mentor and a staff, um, for these kids. So I don't feel behind in that way because I really feel like I'm making a difference. And like, just because like my paycheck isn't the same, like as yours or as somebody else's at the end of the day, I still feel really fulfilled because I'm doing what I want to do. And that's like just helping people regardless of what my title is or anything like that. That's like my big focus is, am I doing what I wanted to do with my life? And the answer is yes. And that's great. And that that might change. Like I might go get my master's degree. Like I've mentioned here a couple of times, I might change jobs and move outside of this treatment kind of thing and do something else or go into therapy or like do any of these other things. Like there's so many different options. And in my mind, I'm like really young. Like I can still choose to do something else. Like my mom got her doctorate she was like a dentist and then she moved to America and she's like, mm, I don't like really want to do that anymore. And now she's a nurse because she just like decided when I was like, in probably elementary almost middle school that she like wanted to change and she did that for herself Mm -hmm. yeah and like like you said everybody kind of figures their ish out on their own timeline there's not like a perfect cookie cutter way of doing like your career path like like I was similar to you I went straight to college after high school but I didn't know what I wanted to do I figured it out while I was in college and then I went yeah and then I went and got my job And then, like, Chase, for example, is finishing up his bachelor's, like, his undergrad right now. Like, he'll be done in the next couple of weeks, and he's 28. And, like, he's going to go on right after and get his master's. He just got accepted into a master's program, which is exciting. He did? Yeah. I'm so so excited for him. And so, like, that kind of just shows, you know, some people just figure it out early. Some people don't, and that's totally okay. And that's where that comparison thing comes in. Like, you're only feeling behind because you're seeing these people – and you have these expectations and that's like not how it's working out. And you're not those people that you're comparing yourself to. Yeah. Or even if like you have a, a life change later in life, like maybe you end up being like a stay at home mom because your husband is the breadwinner. And that's like something that is an option for you. And like, I think there's a lot of stigma behind like maybe women like who are educated, not getting jobs and being stay at home moms instead. Like people like look down upon it now, but I think that's just as like a noble career path. Like low key, like I'd be a stay at home mom. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. If I ever got the opportunity to be a stay at home mom, I would. Yeah, seriously. Get a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Like I think about my life, like my job is like very, like I have busy seasons and slow seasons. Like my job's very demanding sometimes. Like I work late, I go in early, like I, travel a lot well I'm going to be traveling again and I just think like am I gonna be able to like do this when I'm a mom like yeah and I think that's like a really important thing too like 
whenever I do want to have a family, like looking at my career, do I want to be a working mom? Because I know so many moms that do work and they're amazing. And I don't know how that they do it because it's really hard. So that's kind of like my overall thing with comparisons and feeling behind in life and everything like that. Yeah, I agree. And being behind in life or even like what you look like in the mirror, it's just people only post what like what the best parts of their life are. They don't post all of the all the bad things that happen to them or that they're or that they're having problems with these great things that are happening to them. So just just remember that social media is fake. Or if you have really close friends and they're moving at a different pace than you are, the, if you have a really good friend, they're probably not judging you for it either. So, yeah. And there's like, there's like a big stigma around like talking about things that aren't going great. Like, I mean, you do it in passing all the time. You see someone, you're like, hey, how are you? They're like, I'm fine. How are you? And that's it. But like, if people ask me that, sometimes I'm like, literally, I'd like just finished crying in my office. I'm like, I'm great. How are you? <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's hard to be my close friends are like, if they were like, oh, how's your job? And I hate it. I'd be like, oh yeah, I hate my job. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I would say yeah. that. And like, there's people that I'm not going to like open up to, you know, like the barista yeah. at Starbucks. I'm not going to be like, Actually, my life is really bad right now. <laughs> how are you? It'd be like, oh, how are you? Here's your caramel macchiato. And I'm like, I'm unwell. Did you put extra caramel in this? <laughs> like crying in the line at Starbucks and like not having a good day. Like, I don't know. Maybe people need to talk about how they're struggling a little bit more because it would make things a little bit more, like more normal for everybody else. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> um, I mean, I know we just talked about... <laughs> social media and like how it can be really negative this whole time uh now that we did that i'm gonna read some <laughs> replies we got off of instagram um we so we a couple weeks ago not a couple weeks ago maybe a week ago we posted on our instagram stories saying, asking why you guys cried this week and now we're gonna read them on the pod because they're pretty funny um and i think we should do this more often but um this one says i was taking a bath and saw something floating in the water and it was a spider that is the worst. Oh, gross. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Oh, God. Oh, that makes me feel so sick. I would cry as well. Um, I watched a gorgeous wedding vlog and ugly cried. Same. <laughs> Actually, I, I cry at wedding videos all the time. So, Speaking of wedding, our friend that got married last week cried because the wedding stress is real this week lots of crying uh no need to cry sis your wedding was beautiful and everything went great so I also got um yeah um I also got daddy issues peace sign crying emoji laughing face then I got watching American Idol lol (laughs) (laughs) not watched American Idol since David Archuleta lost his season um because I was devastated and I never watched it again so yeah those those are the reasons that um some of you guys cried this week um if you have other reasons you cried or want to email us with a story you can email us at I didn't cry today at gmail.com um also we will accept your dms um and your follows and your likes and your comments on our instagram at I didn't cry today pod um you can follow me at 
P underscore Burnhop on Instagram. And you can follow me on Instagram at muchlovemo. And yeah, that's the end of episode seven. Yeah. A much better episode than last week. <laughs> Very less. Um, we actually wrote a script this time. You're welcome, everyone. And picked a topic. Woo! The the bar is so low for us. We're like, we picked a topic this week. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you made it all the way to the end, um, go comment on Instagram on our latest Instagram post. Um, potato salad. <laughs> If you made it all the way to the end, I better see a comment from you that says potato salad um, on the on the announcement post of this new episode. So, all right. Well, <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>